You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Strain After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Strain After Show. Fighting We had a Fighting people feel so good. So good. So good. So good. Welcome to After Show. Folks, we're already having a good time here on The Strain After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. So happy that you're joining us. We're talking about Season 1, Episode 2, The Box. I'm Matt Lieberman. And joining me, as always, the fantastic panels here, Stephen Lemieux. Is here. Hey guys, Stephen Lemieux here. Follow me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, and tweet at us during the show so we can chat you out and answer any questions you have. Yes, and uh, Zach Wilson's here. Hey guys, uh, you can catch me on Twitter. That's Zach Wilson. That's Zach with a C-H. Not like the Zach on the show who spells it wrong. <coughs> yeah. Ooh. And uh, Jackie Borowski's here. People also spell my name wrong. I'm at 123Jackie underscore B, and that's Jackie spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E. Yes, and you can tweet me at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M. A-N. So we, we have our phones and our computers out right now. So if you are watching us live, you can live tweet us and, uh, you know, interact with us during the show. We highly encourage your participation. And if you're listening to this tomorrow, which would be today for you, then uh, you can watch us live next Sunday uh, at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time so you can join in the conversation with us as we're talking. So, folks, another great episode of The Strain. It inspired a lot of cool theories on our front when we were watching. Uh, you know, there wasn't really a ton of action this week, but I feel like we had to have an episode to deal with the fallout of our massive pilot. We did need exposition, too, because I feel we didn't get a lot of uh, information in the last episode, whereas mm-hmm, now absolutely. we know more about the characters. Exactly. Well, we need more at stake, too, because like at the first episode, you really don't know too much about the characters, so you don't really care as much if they die or if anything happens, so kind of going into Ephraim's character and going into um, his relationship with his son a little bit more, and then kind of the politics between the CDC and what's going on there, we really kind of needed that, or honestly... Why would we care when everyone starts dying? Yeah, like you know, I honestly I like F a lot more having seen this episode than I did last week. I mean, granted, he once again uh, ignored a very important piece of evidence, uh, but at the same time, it's got to feel pretty ludicrous that this guy is talking about his dead daughter coming back and him thanking him for his dead daughter coming back. I mean, it, especially it, after he slapped him. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to remember what I've seen at this point. He hasn't seen too much that's really unbelievable. Basically yet. just the worm and the crushed head. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's also one of those, like, okay, that's there's a reasonable we explanation. This <laughs> guy is nuts. This guy was nuts enough to slap him in the face. Yeah. Like, for something He's that was very totally emotional. Of course he's going to be seeing the ghost of his dead daughter. I mean, it's yeah. a crushing emotional distress that he's in. Oh. Yeah, well. Uh, um, so, we start. Hashtag Punjab. So, we start uh, at this crushed head, uh, at the scene of the crime, if you will, uh, where the master uh, crushed that dude's head last week, and uh, once again, we've got ammonia, we've got some kind of guano, or tick shit, okay, being excreted by Dracula. Could have said poop, Matt. No, that's what it's, uh, I'm just quoting, I'm quoting the show. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we've got we we've got this crime scene. Everyone's pretty stunned, and there's this moment, this like very quick moment between um, between Sean Astin's character and F, where he's like, we don't know necessarily that it was that it was the virus that did it, and he's like, he's being very adamant that you know, like we don't know what this is. It's a theory. Yeah, F takes notice of it, and I, I think that's going to come back in next episode, or at least in a, in a couple episodes. To me, that was him hoping mm-hmm. that it wasn't related. Like, I'd agree. It's not that he, like, knows that it, it was, and he's trying to dissuade them. It's like the oh, what did I do? Yes. Yeah. I really hope that I didn't cause this thing to go widespread, to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. It, Sean Astin, bad on you, buddy. No, it's not it's him. It's the you. character. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sean Astin's character. 
Bad on you. Bad on you. And you also <laughs> threw up. Come on, man. Yeah, man. Get keep, it together. Keep you're in a vampire together. show. You're, you, you are a CDC guy. I know you're not a doctor. I mean, but... I just think I think it's a bit strange at first that they're not kind of strange. calling... Yes. Yeah. S-T-R-A-I-N-G-E? Strange. Yes. Yeah. Um, like that. that they're not more kind of like freaked <laughs> out about this. Hey, guys, we had this whole plane thing, and then there was a murder at the airport, and there's this bio goo everywhere and yeah. a head that smashed in oh it was this, just carbon monoxide poisoning on the plane i yeah. think uh f's team is appropriately worried yeah. i just don't think that the officials are appropriately worried because money's at stake we all know that when money's at stake mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you know imports and exports are still coming in so people are making money yeah when money's at stake people forget about the truth it's not as important so i gotta ask real quick at this point because what's going on and the truths are being blurred do you think that F will use his the media to kind of convey what's actually going on or to at least try to? Well, he's not really in a position, I think. But he, he's they, been suspend he's been suspended. There's evidence to the contrary. People aren't listening to him. He's going to look like a nut. Like the I I can't imagine the burden of proof is on him. Yeah, plus the leaked documents is a great story. Like like uh what's uh what's his name? Help me out. The uh creepy Oh, Ikorst? Was it Icorse? Oh, so no, Palmer? It was, Palmer? Uh, it, was, it was Palmer. It was Palmer who said, because um, the media, they latch on to a great story first, and leaked documents is a great story, because it mm-hmm. means they got something they weren't supposed to, and they got carbon monoxide. But I feel they wouldn't have shown us that media scene and how bad he is with the media in the first episode unless he was going to attempt to use it later. And I think that's going to be his desperation move that kind of... I feel the opposite. I feel really? if they're showing it that, it means that he's going to go underground and he has to work with Satrakian, who's now known as the like the most... Um, not. I, I'm trying to think of what, uh, what the phrase is I'm thinking of, but he's l- the least credible person yeah. mm-hmm. to everybody. So it's like it, if he's already going down this line where to the media he's seen as least credible, he has to he has to go that underground route and just kind of figure okay nobody's going to believe me until i right and also it, it could just show instead of that he he has to turn to the media but that uh, the media is not an option for him because he doesn't know how to field it and because he doesn't have the proof until he he is definitive proof of what this thing is and that it definitely killed these people these people mind you who are now no longer dead ish who are showing up back at their homes, ish? Uh, you know, he's not going to be able to go back to the people unless he's got something that he can prove, and he doesn't. Yeah, as and, the people worm their way yeah. in. But my question, worm. Uh, worm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, re- the reason I say this is because he's not very smart. I mean, he's not very intelligent when it comes to that. So I feel he would use it as a last-ditch effort, but it'll backfire on him because at this point we need the master and we need everyone with a stone heart to know of Ephraim's existence. Why do we need that? Because that's what's going to drive the story forward, is is them knowing that he exists and he's researching this. I don't think it'll be okay. until episode I'm four I'm sure five. that they are aware of his existence. They, they seem to be very aware of the investigation. That's why that they that's why they shut it down and leak those documents. But yeah. I don't think they're as, I think what Steven's saying, they're not as, as attached to him personally. He's just yeah. the CDC team that happened yeah. to be covering They well, think well, they're wait. done. They think, yeah. they think they've released these papers and it's going to be done with. So I feel like everything's going according to plan since they did release people because they'd expect people after these symptoms to show to put them back in a hospital. Yeah. But I don't think they expect people to pursue it further because once they're... Well, that's why we need them to not know about him so that... First of all, F doesn't even know what this is yet. He doesn't know that it's vampirism. And really, until he's aware of it and he starts fighting back, we don't necessarily need Stoneheart to be aware because they'll just kill him. You know? But I feel like that, that creates... The suspense. Not I get it. I think that's that, yeah. what Steven said, that, and I agree. If that's when he's going to go to the media is going to be at the worst possible time for him. Like he's going to think, like I got the evidence, I can show, mm-hmm. and they're going to see that and have exactly the right yeah. story to. Well, let's that's talk when they about ruin his career. Yeah. That's when they go after his family. That's when things start moving forward. Where he has to start. Fair, really, but okay. we all right. We got a lot to cover. So what what else is going on with him? First of all, uh, he's investigating the worm. We got this really cool shot under the electron mm-hmm. microscope. He's oh, feeding so cool. it blood, and it, it gobbles it up and swallows it. And it, uh, like I feel like all it needed was like a tongue to go like you know <laughs> across because it loved it. It loved it so much. It, it would almost be an adorable pet, almost. 
<laughs> and, uh, you know. If it wasn't a parasite. Right. And, you know, Zach texts him once again. He's like, oh, he's just wor- he's worried about this custody hearing tomorrow. I'll deal with it later. I've got, I'm busy. I've got no, a virus to you investigate. You need to deal with it now. No, I got, I got a virus. You need to vi- deal with it now. If Zach's the most important thing, and you're going to give me a kiss in just a second. You have to do it. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. but laughs> Kiss, kiss, kiss. Does anyone feel that him going in for this kiss is a little selfish? Yes. I mean, from the way that he yes. they seemed to talk about it last week, it feels like whatever affair they had wasn't necessarily recent, like it happened maybe a couple weeks ago or months ago. And I feel like he's taking advantage of the fact that it's like this woman obviously has feelings for him. She's yeah. stepping in and saying... You got to do right by your son. She's trying to be the good, like, supportive person because she obviously likes him because he's our main character and that's what happens. Yeah. She's Um, a good partner for him. She is a good partner for him. And so he, him going in for that kiss is just like, oh, well, things are shitty with my wife right now and they're falling apart. So now I have you again and I'm just going to... Take hey, advantage of that situation. Hey, baby, we all might die. Let's bang a little beforehand. And and what like for television? I love it how the backup is always some hot chick. You're mm-hmm. like, why is this your backup? She's gorgeous. This is amazing. Mia Maestro, man. Yeah. His wife's face, pretty too. attractive too. Though. No, but that's what I mean. His wife in is crazy yeah, attractive. In television, it's like. Well, I, I have to deal with my attractive, angry wife, but then I have this attractive, like, backup. Like, what am I going to do? Because he has to justify it. He's like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to do this, but she's hot, so I'll have to do this. Ugh, oh, brother! So he goes. He's got the strain. Uh, he goes to the house, and uh, and for those of you who aren't aware, the the trees outside, uh, the, the, people wrap their trees in the winter on the we east coast. We don't have winter here, so we were all confused. We were yeah. like, why did the you know, trees have problems? You wrap them. No, so I'm, that they I'm stay the healthy too, and nobody in nobody my neighborhood that, ever yeah. did that. I'm from like maybe like north or east coast for like, small trees and shrubs. You can do that so that they remain healthy in intense cold. Maybe that's why all our trees died. But no, we didn't care enough but about they were to like, do that. They were like they were cone like they pines. They were coniferous. Like, you don't have to they wrap pines. Literally made me think of for the winter. It made me think of Silent Hill. I was like, why are these trees wrapped? Okay, what is going okay. on? This so, woman clearly has more problems than just her. Yeah. So she had she's wrapping trees. In she gets discounts time. from Sears on tree wrap. People. <laughs> so his wife is following the case, and she obviously she obviously still cares about F. Like there's still a lot of warmth in their conversation, and she's got her friend over, uh, Diane. No, yeah, Diane. Uh, Diane the biatch. Yeah. She's awful. She's oh like God. Diane, and he's like, B. I know your name, Diane. She's like, I've never forgotten your name, F. We met five times. I've yeah, never forgotten you. Yeah, because his name's a letter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've never F, forgotten it's not you. Very difficult. Hey, if you listen to the audiobook, it's Eef. So. She is so catty, that Diane. <laughs> and she's drinking we, wine. It's yeah. like, shut up. I hope we never see her again. So I uh, hope she gets eaten by a Dracula. Okay. By a Dracula? Is there more than one? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm just, I gotta say, though, and I'm sorry for taking the low blow at the humor, though, but... The, she's following the plane crash because let's face it, when there's anything to do with a plane, the news cannot help but only cover that. That's true. Yeah. True. That's yeah. true. Um, so, in any case, uh, F goes to the back room where uh, Matt is converting his office into a playroom for Zach. <sighs> and we're just like, oh, this guy, he has the best. Let me just say this, all right? Matt has the best of intentions, I think. He wants uh, to make, you know, Zach. And uh, and F wife, I forget her name, and I feel terrible about it. Uh, happy, Kelly. and even yeah, Kelly, and even even F is aware of it. He, he he sees it, but you don't go up to him and say, "Hey, someday, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna be friends." We're gonna be friends. Also, we're gonna be ha- they've buds. only been dating for like a they've only been separated for like a year. Yeah. So for him to gut out a room and completely rebuild it in the house was, that F is still paying yeah, off, I and you know just, what? Like I can almost let the building of it slide though, mm-hmm. because maybe she wanted it to be built, and he's just being the nice guy. But like. It seems like something he's doing to bond with if Zach know, and to steal Zach away from F. If they know that F is coming by, maybe he should leave. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I could see it as if, like, maybe she had talked to F about, you know, let's convert this room sometime. I'm sorry. I just, there's something I have wrong with. Okay, I understand the relationship's not going well, but I'm paying for this house. I will voluntarily move out and you can stay here with Zach. But 
are you freaking kidding me? You're going to have another man move in? It's like, no, get out of my house. Well, he hasn't necessarily moved it's in. Not, That's not what they said. Well, but you can't tear stuff out of my house without telling me about my house. Yeah, they're setting her up to be a villain, and this is what I said last week. It's like, they're they're not putting her in a very good position, and they're trying. I can see where she's like, oh, I'm watching the your, your case on the news and whatever. But still, the position that they put her in for remodeling this whole room, you're like... And it's his what? office! Look, I'm not, like, I think that that's a bit overstating it. She's not necessarily being a villain. She's trying to move on with her life and do right by her kid, who, dealing with his parents' divorce, among other things, deserves a playroom. And no, how, this but, is the other yeah. thing that frustrates me, because my father w- my father was in a similar line of work mm-hmm. um, before he retired. And I'm sorry, but, okay, you're lucky to have someone who has such a high-powered job that you get a house, that your kid can have a cell phone that he can text people with. You know, you're lucky to have all these things, and she's We don't punishing. know that she doesn't work. We she don't does that- work, but she doesn't have the kind of high-powered job that he does to be able to pay for a house like this. So, the thing is... I, Reaping the benefits. It's just, it makes me really frustrated because... Because you have someone who you're punishing for having this kind of job, and it's not like it's not like he has a kind of job where he's not helping people. Like this is a job in right. a service and of I the people. I understand that, but and, and, that. and that's the thing. It's like I mean, if the marriage isn't working, right? It's not. Don't stay together for the kid. That's only going to make every. That's well, that's not what they're doing. Gonna, I know, but like, dude, that's only going to give the kid issues. So you separate. But what the what I think what Jackie's latching onto and the problem with like the way that they're painting Kelly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not that like once you analyze it, it's not a thing really terrible or anything. But the feeling, the emotions that come out of the scene, the way that she's portrayed, the way that it's directed and written, we don't like her at yes. all. We want her yes. we like almost want her to get taken by Dracula. Like yeah. because I she's have none of these feelings. I, I do, kind of do, I agree with that. But she's but this is like she's being she's becoming villainous like we don't like her but we should we should see her side a little yes. more. okay i think and we're okay. there's painting her to be unreasonable where right. it's like any person can see that he's working hard and he has the kind of job where he works for the people let me say this i feel like it's not necessarily about her character it's kind of it's it's a little bit of an artificial storyline it's just to give f a reason or to show us how difficult his life is right now and why he needs to be in AA. I think it's specifically to give him a struggle to ha- so that he can have that monologue in AA. You know, and he still wears I, his wedding ring. By he the way. still yeah. wears his wedding ring, but it's it's really more than anything. She's trying to move on with her life, but it's really to showcase how hard his life is right now, even without this investigation. That to me is what that scene was wholly about. Well, even her talking to him when he ans- when she answers the door was very kind of awkward, because they're in such a weird position. Yeah. But we have this, uh, we also get teased with him talking to his son, where he's like, I'm going for joint custody. Mm-hmm. Manipulation. Yeah, he's manipulating his kid, too. Okay? F is not is not 100% uh, guilt-free here. Okay? But I think part of the problem is they're setting it up for this I don't. This, this kid battle. really should not be able to say anything. He's too young. He's well, eight years old. He should say something. But they do like, this all the time, though. They, it's so they, cruel. I think it's the cruelest thing because it's like you have these two parents. You can't have a kid make a decision like that. But I feel like he has the right to say something. Am I wrong? He may not make the decision, but, but to say at least, to at least have a voice in the yeah, discussion. And you have to hear his side of things. Yeah, as well. and he makes a very salient point where he's like, "Dad, I love you, and I want to have equal time with you as I do with mom." But you make all these promises and you never follow through. How am I supposed to be able to trust this promise? You know what his dad would have should have said, which is what my dad would have said? You like your cell phone? You like your house? Well, that's how it gets paid that's for. That's manipulation, no, too. That is manipulation. manipulation. It's reality. That's even more manipulation. That's, that's attaching it to way physical manipulation. It's reality. That's how stuff gets paid for. I would resent that. I would resent the hell out of my well, father. Matt, how does, how do like things that. get paid for here at AfterBuzz? I'll tell you. <laughs> people, people... P- things get paid for here at AfterBuzz TV because of sponsors, wonderful sponsors who help support us and keep our doors open and our lights on. You know, here at AfterBuzz TV, I say it every week, but it's the truth. We put out between 60 and 70 hours of free content a week. It's available on YouTube, on iTunes, on Stitcher, all over the world. 28 million people downloading, listening. And, you know, how do you continue to support our enterprise? I'll tell you. It doesn't cost you a dime. It only takes a second. You go to iTunes. You rate and review the show. We love five-star ratings. Uh, and it's the best way for us to attract sponsors to attract guests to the show and it, it's also the only way that we know that we're doing right by you the fans and giving you the strain after show that you deserve and you get a great shout out here on the show 
Uh, and we got a whole slew of reviews this you week. You know, we do, said, wonderful. We said yeah. we want 50 reviews by episode 5. I think we can do that because we have I six. think we can beat We're it. On page. I think we can, we can top it. it. We have 16 ratings on iTunes and we have 8 reviews already. I'm going to shout right. them out really quick. The Dream Team! 5 stars. This is my new favorite After Buzz TV show. You guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. By Thank who? You. Johnny Boy 8986. Alright. Alright. Noblest Dramana says, loving this panel. I haven't seen the panel before, but I really enjoy watching you guys and I'm loving the strain. Oh, Jim Lee 815 says, careful. Ooh. Of the Dracula references. This show, it is if it is true to the books, it will turn your whole view on vampires upside down. Like how Snap. Snap. Excited. That's true. Yeah. Um by the AZ is right. We have good crew. The crew they have been reviewing this show and entertaining and have some good insights. Mad Mimi sixty, great podcast. Love this podcast first off because it has great hosts. Also they seem interested as the show as I am. You guys, five stars by Reflex One Two Three. This panel is like a Helix reunion panel. With and, me. Yeah, or a Sleepy Hollow reunion panel. With it's really both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said they were turned off by the eye posters as well, put up all across the United <laughs> States. Um, and let's see, we also have by Steuben, which is me. I said not stroke my own e- ego here, but I love to host with Matt, Jackie, and Zach. It's the Dream Team special. I thought that yeah. was cute. Because I love you guys. And then Idlehand666, who apparently beat me to writing a comment, love the show, great insight to strange stuff, very X-Files, and it's by Chris, who does the Attention Deficit Disorder podcast. Thanks, keep it up. Thank you so yeah. much. And I'd also and like to point out that these are all five-star reviews. They are. All yes. five stars. Thank we have you guys. a five-star rating currently. And we are the number one uh, After Buzz TV after show on iTunes. Consistently. Consistently. Every and we day. 24-7. No, we were the number four TV and film podcast on iTunes this week. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's really, really an honor. So please keep it up. Please keep rating and reviewing the show. It really makes a huge difference. Difference. And tweet us because we're working on tweet guests. us because we're working on guests, people. All right. Uh, so another thing that's going on, we had to release all of our quarantine people, all four of them: Joan and Gabe and uh, and uh, Captain Redfern and the guy with glasses and nerdy guy with and glasses. nerdy guy with glasses <laughs> who already looks like a vampire. Yes. I just looked at him and I was like. Oh, dude, you're already a goner. Bro, if you're not a vampire, <laughs> something is seriously wrong. I wonder if he was like, I want to stay, but I have to go. Was yeah. that somebody pulling his strings? You think that that like, might be like, the master in his ear, maybe? Uh, I mean, we see that like it's starting yeah. in this episode, so I wonder if that was the beginning of it. Well, I feel like it might be might be changing their instincts. Like, yeah. their instincts are kind of different, because you notice that they don't... Of course, like, if I was in this situation or if anyone was in this situation, if they survived this thing with, like, obviously something was crazy going on, and they start bleeding, and their nose starts bleeding, and their eyes Would are almost... Would you go to the hospital? Exactly! So uh-huh. their instincts are not probably being torn to tilt. What? Not necessarily. Matt Look, Lieberman does not like no. to go to the hospital when his nose is bleeding and his mouth people, is bleeding. A lot of people live in denial, okay? And they don't want to go to the hospital. They don't want to spend the money. They may not have insurance. They may not care. And some people just choose... Choose not to get treatment. Okay. Okay. That he says woman, they're dying. Though, that woman who Joan Lust. Yeah, she she clearly has good insurance. I mean, oh yeah, but she just is. She's kind of mystified by the blood. She looks at it and she's like haunted by Their it. Their instincts are changing. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, before we get into Gabe and Joan, I want to talk briefly about uh, Captain Redfern, who's got the guilt of these two hundred and six passengers on his hands, uh, and he's upset that no one's looking for the truth. And F uses that to his advantage and is like, "Hey, man, you should go to the doctor. This private doctor. He's going to see you privately." He's going to do all these tests. If you want to help stop this thing, you know, do your part. And thankfully, Captain Redfern is totally on board. And uh, the... the can, this, I say, can I say something about yeah. this scene really quick? They really missed out on a character development opportunity here, though. Um, we have Ephraim in a bar right now with somebody drinking, and we didn't get Truth. anything cluing into his alcoholism. Trust. Like, if we had gotten a scene of like oh, him yeah. eyeing him put the drink down, Bring it. I would have really Bark. enjoyed to have that part yes. of the scene. And he didn't go into it in his AA meeting. Like He said, I passed by a bar. Right. He didn't say I was in a bar and like... And didn't drink. Yeah. But I mean, granted, at an AA meeting, you don't have to brag about all of your accomplishments. I know. I just thought it was a missed opportunity for character development. It's, no, it's a very fair point. Uh, you know, granted, he's a year into his sobriety, um, but still, it's a it's a nice opportunity for a subtle visual cue to what's going on internally. Well, I also like um, thinking about. <laughs> You were doing this thing with like your tongue on your teeth. Oh, what I felt that? like I had something on my teeth. <laughs> the reason I would have really liked that added to the scene, and I think they're, I think they're still going to have this as a juxtaposition with the characters, um, is because you look at a character like Bolivar or whatever, and you look Gabe. at Gabe, how they're changing. Gabriel. 
how they're, how they're changing and how they look at blood and how they look at it, at it. It's something they need. It's an addiction. So I really would have liked the, the comparison, the parallel between his character and alcohol and their the vampires with blood. I would have really enjoyed that comparison. It still may happen. We yeah, don't that, necessarily know that it won't happen. Um, but, you know, these tests come back and it's like nothing they've ever seen. Uh, definitely, definitely uh, terrifying. Uh, they also get the call from uh, Emma's father, and he's like thanking him for for returning his daughter to him that she's alive. And and F's just like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. Goodbye. Uh, yeah. And the dude hangs up on him. Uh, they also can't raise our buddy at the morgue, Buddy Bennett, and he's dead. Everyone's gone, and everything's dead, and it's a big, big plate of bad news. Bennett. Was so I, I'm yeah. I'm very excited because I feel like next episode we're gonna have to see the repercussions of yes. of uh, morgue people coming out of the morgue. True that. All right, I want to talk about Gabe and Joan and Ruby, Regina King's character that was introduced this week. Fantastic actress, and I'm always happy to see her pop up in places. Uh, so you know, Gabe uh, and Joan are sharing a a, a post quarantine drink as they deserve, and Gabe is trying to get uh, Joan to come up and party with him. In his pl- uh, in his pad above That's his feet. That's man. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, baby, we both got the strain. We now both how got about the I get strain. That That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Hashtag uh, strange with an AI. Yeah, and uh, you know, Ruby is is kind of like working with both of them. It seems like she's you know trying to get them. Uh, a, a spot, a thirty-minute interview on TV for three hundred grand, and uh, you know the airline will pay more. Yeah, Jones, like we're gonna get way more from our lawsuit. Let's just focus on this lawsuit. She is weirded out by the blood in her drink, um, and she leaves. Gabe, however, turns to uh, to Ruby is like, uh, pick out some hotties, some good ones. And meanwhile, they're both experiencing this this, this like, humming, humming, this which I'm just gonna throw out there. Uh, so we're going to get into Abraham in a bit, but when Eichhorst is talking to him, he says the master is watching him through his eyes. Now, we talked about Hive Mind last mm-hmm. week and how potentially all of the vampires are extensions of this one consciousness. And I'm wondering, you know, if they say the humming is almost like a voice in their head. And I feel like it's it's that consciousness taking over their body. And they say it's like an echo of a whisper. Like it's 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 impacting them and telling them to do things like that. It's kind of like like the, and you see when they put the black light over Abraham, the pilot. That's his name, right? Yeah. They they see the worms in his face oh, and he can't feel the them. Pilot no, is red, red fern. fern. Abraham red fern. is yeah. uh, subtracting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so my bad. Um, they see the worms in his face, so you got to imagine the worms probably attach themselves to the brainstem and start putting. Like messages, delaying the relaying the messages in, or you know, creating like uh, radio signals are sent over an electromagnetic frequency, or maybe they're like the construction workers, they're converting rebuilding because the as as they as they said again, it's like rebuilding all of the organs and turning them into something different. But I just want to say, you know, the electromagnetic frequency uh, of radio signals, we have electromagnetic signals coming from our brain to the rest of our body through our nerve endings, so it could be reconfiguring their nerve endings to communicate directly with this consciousness, with Dracula. Like but I gotta say, though, I mean, not to really make it a joke, like, if it's by radio frequency singles, like, he's in the bottom of a parking garage. I want to be on, like, the Dracula phone network if that's how good <laughs> this, like, the signal is. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you all you need to do is drink blood. But I'm, I'm, what I'm saying this is, like, is there a way to section him off so that he can't signal to anything else? Because you don't know really what's going on with that because we saw that when he's outside of the coffin he could lure that guy in without him even being affected but inside the coffin could he even make those noises and do that thing because everything he's done has been when he's outside the coffin does the coffin seal him away from silver. everything else silver would be I, w- I mean I would imagine just with vampire but why Lord would he would seal himself thing. in a silver coffin maybe it's, maybe it's to get away from the entire thing but or it's, maybe, we don't know that there's any silver in this coffin untrackable yeah. if, if, let's say Abraham has some kind of way to discern where he is based on mm-hmm. that sort of tracking method or I wonder if there's like if it, if it is electromagnetic, would an EMP do anything? Well, let's let's talk about Abraham, right? He's still in jail, and uh, his lawyer comes to see him, but it's not his lawyer at all. It's Bobby I-Corst. Moynihan lets him out. It's <laughs> not Bobby Moynihan. This cop looks like Bobby Moynihan to yeah. me. <laughs> and uh, he sees him, and and he just stops dead in his tracks. And we learn that Eichhorst, 
was one of the guards or one of his torturers, one of the Nazis at the concentration camp that uh, that Abraham was in, I assume, as a child. And this it's, got Matt so excited because you were thinking about your Nazi theory from last yeah. year. Yeah, I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. I share the theory because it's, it's so, so cool. I so, I'm so excited with it. Okay, so so we know now we know that Abraham was at this yeah uh, like, this concentration camp, and, like, building off of the Treblinka, idea. Treblinka, maybe I think. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to remember the concentration. Not sure. Not sure. But building off of the idea that like maybe the Nazis were all working for Dracula, working for the vampires as like an, an empire of yeah. like the master race. What if the reason that they were eradicating the Jews was because there's something in Jewish genes, like like Tay-Sachs, like some Tay-Sachs kind Tay-Sachs of recessive genes. Yeah, Tay-Sachs disease is something that can only be uh, carried through if two Jews of a certain that have, both have the gene uh, have a baby together. What if the immunity? Is similar and that Jews immunity really only, to vampirism. Yeah, what if it is only carried by Jews, and that's why they all had to be eradicated. I don't. I, I want to build on that, but I also want to take away from that a bit. I don't think it's going to be immunity because of Sudri or whatever he said her name was. The woman's name. His his wife. His wife. I don't think it's immunity because I think they can they can still be. He didn't infected. say his wife's name. The name that he says. The name Sar- of the heart. Sargia is not is not his wife. Sargia is the name of the mass the human name of the master vampire. Yeah, so if no. was somebody killed, that's whose sword he was using. That's the yeah. sword. Oh, so, and okay. so she doesn't have, I, we haven't had So the name. sword used to belong to the master. To Sargia, yeah. yeah. Okay, and but she then, was being tortured, so. I know, but it shows her heart's infected, so I don't think it's going to be that, but I do I do think that it has something to do with um, if we're going into if we're going into Dracula, we're going into Van Helsing and things like that, I do think that it could have been just a blanket Kill everyone so we can get rid of this bloodline of the of the vampire hunters. Maybe, but I, I just want to. We don't, first of all, we don't know that Abraham's wife or person that he loved True. was Jewish. I mean, granted, back in the day, Jews married Jews. There wasn't really a ton of. And if, uh, and if you it know, was, just to defend my theory a little bit, yeah. If it was similar to the way the Tay-Sachs works. It doesn't just car- if it's one carrier and one person that doesn't have it, it's not going to carry through. It only happens if two carriers have a kid together. But so it would be carriers very rare. are only Jews. Yeah, but it's so it would be very rare. But if Jews are the only ones capable of it, if you wipe them out, then nobody would be able to be immune. Yeah. I think, okay. Well, I I'm, I'm going to put my I'm going to put my prediction on as I think that it's probably put it on the table. Let's see whose theory is bigger. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> it, what? Let's compare theories, Zach. Oh, no. Um, I, I think that it's that. I don't think it's going to be a genetic thing I think it's probably going to be like a like a secret sect thing that to wipe everyone out they have to just a secret wipe sex thing sect <laughs> no I'm not talking about strange Matt if it's but, a secret organization that happens to be Jewish they have to just blanket it to cover up the real reason well the reason the reason I also say that is because of if they can go deeper into like Egyptian history and things like that with all of the rich Jewish history they have there's lots and lots of like stories of very, very secretive club, not clubs, but groups of people through in the sect of Judaism. So I think that might be a little bit more on point with that. Also, but it, then like the finger when he's like, uh, yeah, he when and you hear the glass like cracking almost just a little bit. I thought the glass was going to shatter. But here's another thing, right? Jews have been persecuted all throughout history yeah, for true. generations and generations and generations. Why do you think everyone's trying to kill us all the time? Exactly. So what if vampires have been all of these vampires were in charge of the Egyptian Empire? Vampires, vampires were involved in the Romans and the Greeks and everybody who has ever tried to wipe out the Jews has been run by vampires. I'm so excited. I'm so excited by this. I do love this. But like, it just finally our Hebrew school training is coming (laughs) into use. Learned all this history doesn't mean anything. No, it does. Matt and Zach are Jewish superheroes. Yes, it's true. We're gonna fight vampires and we're gonna save the world. The Nile ran lead with blood. Yeah, (laughs) and they drank it. Delicious. All right, Uh, we're introduced to a brand new character this week in the form of Vasili, played by uh, often villain Kevin Durant. For the first time, he's he's a hero. He's a good guy. There's a lot of this in there. Yeah. Show. Are you sure he's a good guy? I feel like I'm he sure is. he's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, he kind of brings his own rat to a place to shut it down. Because he doesn't want the people to be eating the rat poop food. That, yeah. no. He saw the rat urine. That, that looked more like... The no, vampire thing. That I mean, was, what, just because they're both visible under black Okay, he, if he, he brought his own dead rat there. So I'm not... He found... I, th- I 
I thought I'm he found that dead pretty rat. Pretty sure he found the dead rat in the oven thing that he reached out from. Yeah. I didn't see him, like, grab, grab anything. anything. So I, w- I thought I was with Steven. Yeah, I thought I he thought. brought it. Remember, he shows, like, the dead mouse the cat. I thought he had his own dead rat that he brought to shut it down for hmm. his own personal reasons. Um, he's Russian, I'm assuming. In this. Yes, he yeah. is. Um, we don't really understand his character at all at this point. I'm not going to say he's good. I'm not going to say he's bad. I'm going to say he's involved. Yeah. But I think he's going to wind up being a useful partner in the fight against vampires because he's already got an arsenal of stuff. He's got UV lights. He's got an awesome stick that he can spin real fast (laughs) and he can capture people. He definitely felt Van Helsing-ish, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's who Abraham's going to pass on his training to. Yeah, I agree with Matt. Yeah, I, th- I think he's. There. I think he's dope, I'm saying and he's, he's going to be the coolest. I think he's good. I'm just saying it's too early to say for okay, sure. Okay, fine. Um, in any case, he shuts down the same restaurant that uh, Gabe and Joan were at. I wonder if there's a connection there. Who knows? Uh, they may have been guided or a good to good production value, where they're like, we have to get this plot line here and this plot line here. <laughs> yeah. Well, so many people are interconnected in this. It's, it's true. It's strange how interconnected they are, and now we have. Um, not to cut to another topic, but we have, uh, what's his name? Gus. Gus. Yeah. Going back to bring the clock back to, um... To Abraham. To Abraham. So that's going to connect yeah. those plot points I again, I wonder too. if Gus and Abraham are going to connect. Because Gus, if he doesn't get the stuff that he was promised from, uh, Stoneheart, he's got some, uh, pretty tasty information to share. And know. frankly, he's afraid of what he brought in that box. Mm-hmm. He is. Because it was rumbling. It was rumbling like a Dracula. I thought that Gus was gone. I thought the clock had run out on his uh, his no. life. In, well, I thought that at oh. the top of this episode. Okay, yeah. And then, but like his development has sort of progressed to the point where I think he's going to be sticking around for the a reason bit. he's not dead is because they they're still going to be used for him by them. Yeah. Can we talk about how Francis Capra was acting his heart out in this episode? He was like, he was like, I have this small role. I'm going to do everything I can with I'm gonna it. I'm going to bite. Who was damn? Yeah, I'm going to eat all the scenery. You know what the thing was? It was a, he was acting big, but it wasn't overacting. Right. And I was like, you're doing a great job, Francis Capra, with this small, small role. He's I was also so a proud junkie of him. in the, in so the show. Shoot it up your arms. I, I feel like. Gus is going to wind up working with Abraham Agreed. when he brings back that clock and then Crispin is going to wind up working with uh, the vampires. No, Crispin's going to get turned into a vampire because they're going to go to well, find turned into. they're going to go to find Gus to finish the job and they're going to find Crispin and they're going to kill him. They're going to turn him into a vampire. vampire. Well, into a thrall, not a vampire. You guys have such great theories. Because well, there's, a, there's a difference. There's I guess we can agree that there's levels. There's worms yeah, and then there's thralls that are caused by the worms or the people who are dead and turn into vampires, right? but don't turn into thralls. And then there's the the people who are directly under Dracula, who he himself turned into vampires, like uh, not Palmer, but Icurst. Icurst, yeah, essentially Palmer. Yeah, but well, do no, you think Palmer that if you've wants had... it, well, potentially, like right. yeah. as we move forward. Well, let's forward. let's. Oh, sorry. What's your point? Do you think if you've had the parasite for long enough that you become evolved? That's my question because you have people like Ikorst who are like evolved vampire beings, mm-hmm. and then the people who are first turned are just instinct-based only. There's right. always been a divide between the people who are turned by a master and the people who are turned by underlings. There's always been a case to divide in any vampire lore ever. And there's also lots of stories that talk about um, people who don't, who aren't uh, infected by the master itself or close enough to the master that they go rampant and they don't have a mind. Like, they just become based on instinct alone, which is to go get blood. And I think that's what they're counting on, is they're spreading these people who are just going to go to get blood. And that's what uh, what Gabe does when he, first of all, he has to snort up uh, fake Viagra in order to have sex with these hotties. And then he sees her carotid artery just thumping through her neck, and he takes a big old bite. And then, you know, these women have just had a very shocking and scarring experience. And they I've, came to an orgy with a guy who's, like, known... Not an orgy. A gangbang. He okay. just wanted some strange. A reverse gangbang. Because usually a gangbang is, is on a woman versus... Matt, we, we, we don't need think, to go into that. I think orgy yeah. is appropriate. They came to right, some fine. sort of orgy. Menage okay. And they know that Men, this no, guy... Menage Cat. Menage Cat. Oh. They know, they know that this guy <laughs> is... Like, basically, the kind of musician who does things for show. Like, he talked in the last episode about cutting himself in front of the people and things like that. 
So I think they knew that they were getting themselves into some kind of I know, weird but he just, he just shite. Bit. Just women, women like biting. Yeah, yeah but you know, no. you're not supposed to okay, break the why skin. Are, nobody asked me if women like biting. Jackie, Jackie do, do women, women like biting? Usually not. Oh, well, there we go. In any case, like he doesn't guys. seem to question at all. When he's drinking the blood off the floor, he doesn't seem to be questioning at all why he's doing it. He's just doing it. <laughs> that was the best. Okay, yeah. but I do. He was just like... <laughs> you, br- you brought up Gabe when I was talking about thralls and minions. Oh, my God. <laughs> It sounds moist. <laughs> it does. That's what a mouth is. Okay. Gabe, Gabe is turned by the master, though. The Gabe is yeah, he's so turned by the master. Gabe is going to be like Eckhurst. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying that he was like more just going for the blood. I think the people like Emma are the ones who are just out for blood Do from anyone. Do you think that it's an intentional thing? Like, he Emma, picked these wait, four? Emma is dead, They all dead, had dead. to be turned by the master they were, because uh, yeah, the they master were, was on the flight turning people. Well, no, there's a difference between being turned by the master and being turned by worms. Being but turned by a mask. Yeah, yeah, but they, that was Dracula. to that was to kill them. The fact that they're survivors there it means they were turned differently than the people who were not survivors. Right. We still don't know what makes them different, and I'm sure we will learn over time. But I think the point you're trying to make, Stephen, is that ultimately they will be two different classes of beings, and that they will never have the same level of intelligence or autonomy. Is that what Gabe, you're saying? Yeah. Gabe has blood. The people who didn't have blood had white goo. They're different. Yeah. So here's Mary's question, just for clarification. Did the people who were dead before, mm-hmm. did they have the worms inside them? Yes. yes. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Yeah, they have tons of worms. The difference between them is that they, they, they have just enough intelligence to return to their former lives. Driven by love. Driven by love. Um, but they spread, they spread the virus you know, they spread it like a virus. You saw how they all swarmed on Bennett um, at the end of the first episode versus our four survivors. Uh, they have all of their intelligence and instead are hearing Dracula right in their heads. So then do you think that it was random? Like it was just by biological reasons these four people happened to have survived? Or was it a conscious choice what by the they're master? Jewish? They're the four most influential people on we the planet. We do plane, a lawyer, arguably. an entertainer, a nerd, a and a pilot. Well, I mean, maybe not a pilot. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Hey, what if they're Jewish? And that goes on your genetic thing. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe Jew- only Jews could be turned into that doesn't track. But, okay, <laughs> the virus incubates differently with blood involved. Let's put it that way. How about we say it in, in that way? Yeah, they have they blood, are so the virus is affecting them differently than people who don't have blood. Could be t- um, blood uh, types. We have a tweet from Javier Gonzalez at Javi two zero one three three zero. I was getting more Nosferatu vibes from the Master guy, yes. which I'm hoping for because I'm kind of tired of Dracula stuff. That's true. We've been calling him Dracula this whole time, but when we see just a glimpse of him as he takes his hood off from behind, he looks a lot more like Nosferatu. We he's got long, yeah. spindly yes. fingers. He's bald. He's got the big ears. Well, very ears. yeah. Very very Nosferatu-esque. I'm so stoked for some Bram Stoker vampiresque. Yeah. Killing it. Um, their eyes were turning redder, though. And if you remember, like, old story va- vampirism was they can control people with red eyes. So I'm, I'm looking forward okay. to it. Everything Again, that's going very, on. very cool. What else do we have to talk about? So we have to talk about Palmer uh, at Stoneheart. He's still got his, his, uh, his buddy, his thrall, if you will, uh, who's taking care of him, trying to get him a fresh he's liver. Not, he's a butler. Don't call, he's, he's don't not call, a butler. don't call the African American butler a thrall. I don't think he's a butler. I think he's a personal assistant. Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, who owes then? him everything? Don't call him a thrall. I mean, he does everything the guy wants and helps capture but people he to ho- harvest their it. organs. He gets paid for it. We don't know that. Well, I mean, I assume he's getting paid. I'm assuming he's getting paid. Yes, I know, I know. But he he loves this guy. It's unconditional love, you know. And we also now know why the room is so cold to prevent his disease from uh, accelerating. To prevent from getting a disease. Yeah, it it sounds like he's he's got some liver issues. Liver failure. I don't think he's sick. I think he's just immunocompromised. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we now know confirmed the reason why he brought the master to New York is so that he could turn him into a vampire but upon seeing the master I think he realizes he made a huge mistake I I think it can be taken two ways though because it can be it can either be he was terrified or he was so in awe of the glory of his master he looked more pooping my pants terrified he did look a little pooping my pants terrified yeah do we want to read some of these comments off the chat room i'm just seeing if they're anything it looks like it's all true blood 
Okay. You know, the lesser vampire show guys? Yeah. The one yeah, that's not that as weird good. one with all the banging? Who cares? And six packs? <laughs> Who needs six packs? Yeah. Too much sex. We not want, me, Zach, or Matt. We okay. want tongues shooting into necks with spikes, yeah. not licking them. Let's I, talk about that. So Emma, uh, Emma's pop comes up to see her in her <laughs> bath in the dark. He's like, oh, you turned Whoa. out the lights. That's so weird. Oh, honey, the water's cold. Let me get you out of there. And she... Why is the water milky white, by massive, the way? Massive. Well, so that's to hide... No, it's to hide her naked child body, okay? It's a production oatmeal thing. bath? I know but it, that. Yeah, it might also be some sort of, like, oatmeal bath or bath no, that... Well, soap makes okay, water Okay, but I'm, the reason I'm saying that, sorry, I don't want to sound like a pervert saying to hide her child naked body, Matt. I'm saying, <laughs> is it because of her How's blood? Me a pervert? Is it because of her white blood? No. Maybe it is. Because it looked very similar, like, in color to her white blood. Uh, I took I it as, like, she's bubble bleeding bath into the child. Yeah, I don't soap. think... Can we just say though we we write bullet points or mo- like Matt writes bullet points up on our thing here and I like that he called her Emma the Foie girl yeah because she's always cold so foie. <laughs> so she's foie. so foie. so close so close so close <laughs> and yet so foie. <laughs> yeah uh, so she a giant like tongue hand thing is what I'm gonna officially call it because it when it wrapped around his throat it looked almost like a four fingered hand. It definitely felt like it was grabbing. It likes yeah. to lamb prey upon people. It's Ugh. like a tongue claw situation. <laughs> exactly, it's a tongue claw. So alien esque. And she kills her dad, and he starts bleeding into the tub, and then she just starts sipping that blood water, blood soap water because she's that blood. thirsty. Sipping that, sipping, sipping. Don't, don't and that's it. the yeah. same tongue hand claw situation that we saw in the worms. Yes. So when she's sipping the blood water, it looked like it was just kind of floating towards her. But then she started <laughs> sipping it at the very end. It was floating towards her, and then it started getting no, drawn no, no. into that her wasn't, mouth. That wasn't the sip. That you were just hearing the drip of the. Bath, I, I watch I it again. It was sipping. No, oh. no, it's like it's flowing towards her, and then it flows a little bit faster because she's drawing it. Regardless, into her mouth. Oh, she was okay. drinking her dad's blood. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I think it is time for predictions. Um, did we do everything? Already? Yeah, we covered everything, bro. You're after Buzz TV predictions. All right, so predictions, theories, what do we got going on? Uh, for those of you uh, who who don't want to hear anything about the scenes from next week or anything like that, you should probably tune out now uh, just because they are going to come up. They are, we are going to talk about if them. If you haven't length. tuned out 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> so scenes from next week, uh, obviously we're going to be dealing with the disappearance of all these bodies, we saw what we thought was maybe the master, but it's more likely Gabe now transformed into more yeah. Nosferatu. We saw him losing hair in, yeah. during the orgy. Exactly. Uh, and you uh, never want that at an orgy. No, and Emma was losing it too. She was losing hair. And Papa pulled a strand off. He's like, "Oh, honey, you're losing hair. Let you're me so get far. you out of the bath. So you're so far, so far, so far." Uh, and. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff is going on. What what are we thinking? And also more theories. I love this Jewish theory, and it's not just because of Hebrew pride. I just think it's cool <laughs> and specific. Uh, the two yeah. Jews in the room, yeah, matter. Just well, like here's, here's, the here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. You got the same lineage. Is going to get out of jail on his own, or is uh, F going to have to ch- realize, hey, that guy knew stuff. Let me go talk to him before we get him off the sidelines. Because I'm tired of having him on the sidelines. I want him out fighting. Fighting vampires with his, sword. With his Crispin, kick-ass sword. Crispin is going to bail Satrakian out of jail with the money Gus. they paid him. Yes, Gus is going to bail Satrakian out of jail with the money he was paid for by Stoneheart because of the clock and things like that. Because he wants to be square. Everything his character has been striving for so far has been to be square with the law. Just be square. Mm-hmm. And because uh, he's helping out, then Satrakian is going to give him like the gift of... I'm going to warn you about what's about to go down in this city. Yeah, Yeah, like get out now. Yeah, apparently it's going to be panic in the streets. Uh, Icor said that uh, Abraham was safer in the jail than he would be on the street. Yeah. What what episode do you think it'll be public in? Like, what episode until you see on the cameras, on news reporting on it, 
people getting bitten I don't, this I don't think it's, episode season? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be until the end of the season, if that. Yeah, I feel like I think really. 12 we or 13. have vampires out in the streets right now, so it's like there, there's going to be some sort of news having yeah, to like, cover isn't this the weird fact that there were morgue people that people thought were dead that are now out on the street. I'm not giving, and this is like, I'm, I'm trying to tread the line between giving spoilers no, and making a practical assessment. Mm-hmm. Like, we have people that have killed the guy who runs the morgue and the morgue is empty. It's gonna yeah. be like, you're gonna, they're gonna show like an insert where they're like, open a scene on our magazine rack and it's gonna have like the Hollywood star, like, <laughs> With somebody like someone ate my neighbor, like that kind of thing, and it's gonna have a picture, and you're gonna be like, oh, and then nobody's gonna believe it or look at it. I'm really excited for that. Like, I'm excited to see because I understand why we need the exposition, but when you've read the book, you already know all the exposition. Yeah. So uh, this episode for me was more like, okay, it's for the most part, it's setup. stuff I already know. It's a setup. What I want to see is how they translate all the action scenes and all the things that happen action-wise into something visual. Well, I mean, as as you pointed out last week, it was always intended to be a TV series before mm-hmm. it was a series of novels. So, since there are only three novels, I'm wondering, does that encompass the entire series, or is that just kind of like the, the template, and they intend to take the series far further? They, also, with Carlton running the show and Guillermo not running the show, how much will it differ? Do we know how much Guillermo del Toro is involved as we go forward? I know he helmed the first episode. Right. Well, I have to imagine he's finishing. He's, okay. Really? Because he's finishing up Crimson Peak. He's preparing a whole bunch of Pacific Rim stuff, Pacific Rim 2, and a Pacific Rim TV series. He did an interview, though, where he said that it's going to be pretty much close to the books, okay. and there's going to be five seasons. And he's like, he wants it to do, he wants it to run the trajectory of the books. My assumption would be. Because he said the first season is the first book. Okay. So I would assume then you start to do what Game of Thrones did, which is split up the other books. Okay. Fair enough. So I think I think he wouldn't put somebody in charge of it with him that wouldn't be true to his vision. Yeah. So I think he... I mean, he's been in this business long enough to know and trust somebody well enough. And to especially be- because, as we talked about last week, it's the show... The, the books were written as like almost like a, well, I want to do a show. Here's what it would be. Right. Right. Okay. I have one more theory to one throw One more out. theory. Throw it out. I think that uh, Vasily is going to find some worms as he's going through his exterminator. Love thing. it. I don't think he knows about them. I think he's going to find, find them out. and be like, oh, what is that? Yeah, let me talk to the CDC, FDA, FBI, anybody. Or I'm just going to use my kick-ass cool stick. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steven, uh, remind the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at... Matt's left hand right here. I'm, I'm like right next to No, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, uh, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Go ahead and tweet at us. Go ahead and uh, give us shout-outs on iTunes. Rate us five stars. And if anyone knows how to get in contact with Guillermo's publicist or anything like that, send us that information. <laughs> DM me on Twitter because I want to get him on the show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or Carlton. Carlton Cuse. Oh, yeah. uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz, I'm doing Dominion. And right after this, The Leftovers. Oh, Okay, Jackie Browski. You can find me at 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter and at 123Jackie B, all one word on Instagram. Yes, and you can also find us together on the Under the Dome podcast on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all of my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube. And you can find me here on the Halton Catch Fire podcast, Under the Dome podcast, Defiance podcast, and the Marin podcast. Oh, and Ray Donovan. Thank you guys so much. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 